Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Today I got to speak with my friend Maya um, of Maya Moves. She is an incredible dancer. We know each other from working at a dance studio together here in New York City. And she just has the most energy of anyone I've ever met. Um, We talk about her kind of experience jumping on TikTok and uh, getting creative over there. We talk about how she has started her own business since moving to New York City called Maya Moves where she teaches adult classes and she's moved into teaching private lessons with kids and teaching TikTok classes um, and she's even starting to mentor other people who might want to start their own business. So she has a ton of knowledge um, and she's also really fun. We both share a love for candy. Um, And yeah, so it's a really fun episode. While we were talking, we made some mask chains. You might hear us talk about that a little bit. Um, I kept in some of the the conversation about the mask chains because I uh, thought it was interesting. And also she gave a shout out to a young group of girls who have been making some mask chains. So definitely check them out. Um, And after the episode, make sure to check out all of Maya's Instagram and TikTok and she has an awesome new website that just came out. Um, everything is beautifully branded Maya Moves and yeah I I really had a great time talking to her. I haven't been able to see her in person because she's still um, been out of the city and I'm back at the studio so I haven't gotten to see her that much but it was really great to talk to her. Um, and then yeah let me see is there anything else I need to tell you guys? Uh, Oh, so this is the very last episode, I promise, uh, where the audio is a little weird. It's better than last time, uh, but once again, my microphone was just turned off. So you can tell when I'm speaking, um, you hear kind of more background noise because it was just my computer picking up the sound, Um, but I hope it doesn't... uh, 
mess up your listening experience too much. Uh, Other than that, definitely check out the video version of this on YouTube. It's essentially Haley on YouTube and give it a like, comment on the video um, if you have any thoughts from this episode and subscribe. I'm still really trying to get some more subscribers over there. So every subscriber matters and counts. So uh, with that, let's get into the episode. Thanks. Wow. What a warm welcome. (laughs) It's so good to see you. Not when we're teaching on Zoom. It's fun to get to see you virtually a different way. It's, the, it's basically the same, but love it. Different format. Yeah, we don't have to sweat this time. So true. I was actually really looking forward to this for not having to dance tonight. Yeah, awesome. Well, I wanted you to share a little bit about, like, your dance history, where you're sure. from, what's the story of Maya? Sure. Wow, where do I start? I started dancing, so I'm primarily just a dancer. Um, yes, I TikTok. Maybe that's a different category nowadays. But I'm just a dancer. I don't sing very well. I kind of act a little bit, but like only on TikTok. Anyway, so I started dancing when I was in third grade, which is kind of young. I'm old for being a professional dancer. Yeah. So as you can imagine, my technique was really bad in third grade, um, as anyone would be. Um, So I was kind of thrown into a class of girls that were way better than me. Um, So from my first dance class experience, I've always been kind of the underdog, um, which I think has really made me the businesswoman that I am now because I fight for the ones that are kind of hard, that kind of like lose themselves in class and like can't pick up choreography or um, I feel for the ones that are a little bit, I don't know, not even slower or behind, but need things in a different way. So I started dancing, yeah, third grade. And then I decided to major in dance because that's truly all I can do. Um, and <laughs> um, and so I majored in dance I in college. I transferred. I went to Hobart William Smith my first year, majored in dance, didn't love the school, was a little too small for me. So I went to Elon and I danced with the Elon Dance Program um, for the remaining three years of my college experience. And then I went on to live in Israel for the year after graduation because um, I was kind of avoiding the New York City life because I was a little scared. Um, Oh, I grew up in Connecticut, so New York would have been my first destination. Um, So I kind of held off New York, went to Israel for a year, came back and decided to move to New York because that was the thing to do. Um, And in the midst of moving in within the first month, I was just obviously getting turned away from auditions, just like literally everyone else has experience with all the rejection. But I just come back from Israel with all this really great technique. And I was like, no, 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 I'm ready to be booked. Like now I know that I'm ready. Why am I not getting booked? And I know that our youth is really important. So I know that these years are the ones that I should be really making money while dancing physically. So um, I started my own business not really knowing what I was doing the name Maya Moves was because I wanted to start a new Instagram just to have like a resume Um, I didn't know what I was going to post on it and I was like I actually don't have any videos of me dancing because believe it or not I really wasn't one to like post a lot (laughs) now it's kind of hard to believe because I post myself all the time but um yeah and it's kind of evolved from there and Maya Moves now is like a big umbrella brand like you said of a bunch of different things that I have now yeah I love that it's oh 
it's so awesome and I don't know it's it's so inspiring just to see like how you've really taken on your own I don't know how to explain it I'm like having a lot of words you're like you've really taken charge of your life and your mm -hmm. business and you're not like letting you're not waiting for other people to hire you you are creating exactly. the opportunities for yourself and then exactly. going out there and making different things and getting creative with that and I think that that is so cool plus you're Thanks. awesome at branding like Thanks. you have all these things it's so cool and I know that you also have a history of working at a summer camp and that is something that I also have like very strong connections with my summer camp best and job so, of my life yeah yep if I could be at some Best place on all year round, I would. Yep, <laughs> um, easily. <laughs> and so, for our craft today, which is kind of, honestly, I'm not going to lie to anyone who's watching, it was kind of a, a crazy situation. We had this idea because, well, actually, Maya, you have a finished one here. So I show, do. We've been I was inspired. Yeah. Yeah, I've been inspired inspired by these mask chains. This one's actually made by young entrepreneurs, um, bracelets for heroes, I, I believe. And they donate their proceeds to um, different charities every month. And they're young girls just beating away during quarantine. I thought it was awesome. I love they gave that. me one that says Maya Moves. That Pretty is nice. so cute. Yeah, <laughs> this one is so, it's, it looks way better than whatever I'm going to come up with today. You never know. Because I went, I walked two miles yesterday to the craft store to try and pick up some craft supplies because we are making these masked, not masked, masked chains. Kind of like if you've ever seen like some older kind of stylish yeah, ladies. Older women glasses. You know, they have the glasses, they have the little side thing with the, it looks like a necklace for your glasses. So this is, this is the new craze of the pandemic. Perfect. Such amazing creative things are coming out of 2020. Right. Focus on, on all the great things. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to try and make these. But uh, because yesterday when I went to the craft store, it was closed for deep cleaning, which was great. a fun well, surprise. That's great. So I couldn't <laughs> get the supplies and give them to Maya before today. So I got them this morning. I've honestly never tested out this but I have an idea of what we're gonna do um, so I'm gonna be walking through it and Maya's just gonna be like emotional support and yeah exactly so I'm learning so that I can do it myself yeah exactly. I truly so oh. I'm gonna be playing with this and yeah okay. I wanted to while I do this just hear a little bit more about what exactly is Maya moves Sure. So it's so hard to define because it's always changing um, I think if you would ask me two years ago when I started it um, I probably would have said it's just a beginner dance class, but that's because it started as um, I was at my friend's apartment on a Friday night and we were listening to Boys by Lizzo and I was dancing around with some obviously like some killer choreo because I can't hide that I know how to dance <laughs> and I, my friends were like, okay, Maya, like teach us that. And so we spent the night doing this dance. Obviously, like when we were kids, you would record it and be funny doing in your pajamas and that's exactly what we did we recorded it and I was like okay wait this is something I should probably post on my new Maya Moves Instagram again that was something that I thought was just a resume builder um so I uploaded it and then I was like time actually like I what know. year was this because this was 
2018 of okay. summer of 2018. Yeah, so that's kind of, I yeah. feel like that's kind of when, like around that time when Instagram really became vital. And business. Visual, yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I had realized um, because I was like, I don't have enough time to go to all the auditions. And so I was like, what's another way that I can be proactive about finding job opportunities? So I was like, if anyone were to come across this Instagram and book me, I have to have it ready, um, which hasn't happened yet. But, you know, if anyone wants to hit me up anyway. So um, I was like, OK, I'll just like post some videos. Um, so that was my first video. And then within a few days, I was like, all right, maybe I should just host a class for people my age. That's just like a feel good dance class, something that, again, the vibe of being in a your friend's basement and just doing choreography because nothing's more fulfilling than like knowing the same dance in, in sync. So um, I hosted a class and with the word of mouth and my friends being mostly in New York City, everyone brought a friend and I had a really great turnout for my first dance class that I rented a studio in Times Square for. Um, and after that, I kind of just made it a weekly thing. Um, at the time, I was, I was working seven different jobs running around the city, oh teaching gosh. kids and working like front desks. And so at the end of the day, once a week, um, on Wednesdays, I would host my class. And every time I, I would do a class differently, every time I would teach a new combination. Um, but I never really understood the beginning of my class because what ended up happening was for a few months, I was just teaching dance and everyone was like, this is so much fun. This is so great. I was getting people's confidence back. I was getting people that used to dance in high school that kind of dropped it, but like knew how fun it was just to like learn choreography. And in the city, it's really intimidating, especially if as a dancer as is to go to a class at Broadway Dance Center or Steps, it's intimidating. And I can't imagine how it feels being someone who like really hasn't danced in a while. But they're really, in my eyes, weren't those kind of classes. So I just wanted that kind of feel good community vibe. Um, but with being in your 20s, anyone who's gonna pay for a class that isn't a dancer needs more fitness. So I was like a little stumped because to this day, I've really never thought of dance as fitness. Um, I guess I, just as a kid, it was always better your technique. It wasn't like better your body. It wasn't like, right. let's do these, let's do these planks and mountain climbers on the floor as a kid. I didn't think it was for fitness. It was to build one to like be drilled to do something, but right. it was to build your core to then dance better. So it wasn't even just to like have abs because we're children. Right. So <laughs> in college, like I really didn't see the correlation between fitness and dance because ballet was so physical but it's not something you would see in a fitness class. I mean, everyone's yeah. turned. Plus dancing. even like dancers have to do so much extra cross training in order to like even. So much. Cause dance, if you're dancing all the time, it's like that, that's not enough to actually be no. the exercise that you need. That's like your base level. Yeah, that's your class time. Then you have to like do everything outside of it. Yeah, so um, after a few months, I think I was teaching from about September, August to all the way through December. I was just teaching dance, beginner dance classes, just promoting it as beginner dance, and had really great turnout. I put myself on class pass, I put myself on gym pass, and all these like wow. different ways to get out to, in the world. Really, that's really like you weren't Thanks. scared to like no. do that. Like you went, you went like full out right from the start. Like that is so I'm inspiring. Really, thank you. I really, it was there was definitely a flame under my butt that first year because, and I'm so grateful for it. I definitely don't have it anymore. But <laughs> the, that first year was so clear, like I was doing what I should have been doing. And I did all the dirty work that one year that now I'm kind of like, I have that year to look back on. Um, 
yeah, I wasn't afraid of anything for some reason. Um, at the same time, which was really interesting, when I was developing my own class, I was also auditioning for, um, I kind of stopped going to open call auditions for things that I like thought I wanted. And I started to get into the fitness world and um, I auditioned for pretty much every dance fitness boutique uh, company in New York City. I think I auditioned for over nine different studios and was rejected from all of them. Which and is so crazy. It, like, if they saw, like, what you've created now, they would be kidding right? themselves. Well, you think that, but I don't know. I think I think it's if we're both on the same page where it's like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have been there because it obviously made me focus more on my own brand. Um, and I think it may have intimidated them to think, like, I could steal what they have, which I totally understand. So, which I would never do, but, and I was totally doing it as a way to just stay physical and teaching. Um, but I stuck to my own thing and without just using my dance training and, um, what I've picked up from other fitness classes, seeing what goes in a dance fitness class, I tried every little different thing in my class. Um, and still to this day, I'm still playing around with like what my dance fitness class is because again, I just don't think dance fitness is jumping jacks like I was not taught I never did a jumping jack in a dance class so like maybe that's in its own category but I just think people do that really well and I do other things really well and it's not jump jacking it's just follow along dance and while it may not be the sweatiest follow along dance class you ever have like there's still so much you're getting out of a dance class besides fitness um so um yeah I went through a long um long time just like teaching myself the ins and outs of Instagram which I think I'm still learning because Instagram is always changing and the algorithm is always changing and it really is and it's really annoying so <laughs> so I've taken like a few Instagram courses and just things to like teach myself um and then with that I was able to take like you said I went to camp so I last summer I don't know if we say last summer at this point. Like the summer before quarantine summer. Right. right. This past summer <laughs> because doesn't, I guess. I feel like it doesn't count. It's I don't over. Even know. Yeah. How is it October right now? I don't. I don't it freaks understand. me out. <laughs> it's all of a sudden cold out. Like I don't understand. But last summer in real life, I was a dance director at my sleepaway camp that I used to go to for seven plus years. So it was the most beyond being in the same place, like you said, like in the same place where you grew up in. That's just like so fulfilling. I was able to literally have my own dance program from scratch. Um, they usually had dance, they would have dance instructors come in and out, but no one had really made like a program and had the intentions of sticking to it. So I was coming in being like, all right, I'm gonna be coming every summer. Let's make this a real structure. And it was such a good example for me to see, um, to actually go back to teaching dance because for the past year in the city, I was teaching like beginner hip hop to adults and kind of doing fitness and then teaching kids like after school dance, which is not as serious as like a dance studio. Um, so I was able to kind of like come back to my roots and teach contemporary and teach jazz and like real technique. And it was the best feeling. So I kind of came back after that summer being like, all right, I need that as well <laughs> in my Mayan roots umbrella. So, um, and then that summer I also rebranded. I kind of like took a break from Instagram um, and all this near York City bubble, fitness bubble, which is so crazy to be in. Um, I was able to take a step back, kind of rebrand, think of what I want out of the next year. And that still didn't mean, as you know, 
I was not working full time for my moves until I would say now I'm working pretty full time after the quarantine. But last year I started with teaching at Eastside and I was teaching um, at a few other studios because being a business owner does not pay yourself. Even if you're charging who knows what an hour, it is still not paying anything. <laughs> so especially living in the city. So um, yeah, and now it's kind of developed under, I do wedding dances, I do um, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, I do private lessons, all of, I just wanna offer anyone that needs movement, come to me. So like a flash mob for an engagement, I would love to do that. If it's like, I was asked to do not a wedding dance, but a family, I think you know this, a family came to me and said, we wanna surprise the groom, this whole family wants to do a dance. So like, so I taught you. I've taught, um, senior citizens because I just think bringing dance to anyone is so easy if you're in a chair if you're not I just know how to bring like a good vibe to a class and not intimidate anyone um, I always like when people come take my class and think they're like a really awkward dancer and while listen it's not an overnight um, transformation you can see them feeling really confident once they get the choreography at the end of class and that's like the most fulfilling thing I can feel yeah, I think that is so, it's so true because dance is so powerful. It really is. And like, I don't know, especially during this pandemic and everything, I mean, dancers have really been hit really hard and, you know, Absolutely. the arts and everything. But it's, it's crazy that people still don't see it as essential when literally everyone, like dance makes everyone feel something. It makes them everyone. feel better it makes them feel happy or it helps them you know seeing like a sad emotional dance is sometimes a way that people can live those emotions that they don't really totally know to express out loud and it's just bonkers to me that people don't register how much it means to them in their life and see the value of it and I so, know and in theater in general art in general like I don't think people who have any connection to arts really see how valuable it is and how much they need it and how much they see it every day on TV, the commercials, that's all art and no one sees that that's not gonna happen in this in the next few months if we don't go back to normal. Yeah, like it's everything that everyone has been binge watching, like who do you think made that? I don't know, it's just, it's crazy to me. But I think something that I wanna get into, first we're gonna play a game, but I'm gonna give a little teaser of getting into it because I think that strangely, TikTok has kind of done a really great job at bringing dance into the like social norm, cultural bubble of things, which is so crazy. But before we get into that, because I know you have like a lot to say about TikTok and, and share, I wanted to just give a quick update on what I've been doing. I've been threading these beads. I know I'm kind of far away from the, the camera. I think it's looking pretty good. I think I'm doing an okay job for someone who has no idea what they're doing. So I will keep an update for you guys and I'll definitely post a picture after I'm done. But it is time for our very first game. So let's see a little, let me put a little, ooh, it's time for Would You Rather. All right, would you rather get bitten by a dog every time you go outside or get stung by a scorpion each time you have a drink. A drink of what? I don't know if it's an alcoholic drink or just any drink. I'm gonna okay. say any drink. Hmm. 
I mean, right well, now, seeing as though I don't going outside. <laughs> Seeing as how I don't drink water and or truly probably haven't drink anything today. So my frozen. <laughs> um, I'm gonna choose a Scorpio because I do step outside more. <laughs> or scorpion, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I know. We haven't been outside much. Really I've only been outside starting in September, so if I got bit every time I went outside by a dog, it really wouldn't be that many dog bites. So not too bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. This one's like a little <laughs> this one's a little aggressive. Oh God. Would you rather have explosive diarrhea every morning when you wake up? We're getting very <laughs> personal here. Um, all right, I'm listening. Or have to wear summer clothes all through each winter. Hmm. So would you rather be aggressively um, having a situation the in the as you wake up? <laughs> or be freezing cold. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, a tough decision. Um, what would you choose? I get cold like truly very easily, but you know, going to the bathroom like that's like a pretty aggressive wake up every yeah, day. Well, maybe if you wore enough summer clothes. Like, right, like no they didn't tell us layers. Like, yeah. Right. And some summer clothes are are not necessarily like. There might be light long sleeves. Like light sweater. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm going to go with the summer clothes. Light zip up. That's still I can count with summer clothes. So I'm going to say summer clothes in the winter. For sure. For sure. Okay. Last <laughs> one. Would you rather have a pigtail for a nose or be invisible to everyone forever? Oh, this is so hard. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I want to be invisible to everyone. I know, that would really affect your business. What do you do with your life? Yeah, exactly. What do you but do? But then also having a pig nose, a pig tail. It's not even a pig nose as a nose. As a... It really gets... But you know what? I would I would do the pig tail and just chop it so that it's just like a little puff. Wow. No, no, no. Just chop the hair so that it's like a little puff of a pony. Oh. And then that's it. it would be a little, maybe a little swirly cue. I mean, you would definitely be Yeah. I, I would definitely have the pony nose. Yeah, I think so. I think I would pick that too. Okay. Great. Would you rather? These are always so weird, but I love them because <laughs> part of the reason I do this show is because I really want to kind of break down the barrier of just like dancers and being these like perfect little uh, yep. vessels for other people's stories. And I think that would you rather really is a fun way to like get into the brain of a person and see what they're okay. really like. So I love doing that. So thank you for love indulging it. me. So moving forward from that, I would love to talk about TikTok and like your experience on there. And like, you've gotten really <laughs> creative. I know you started out doing like just the dance ones, but in the yeah. last few months, you have just gotten so creative. So I'd love to know your story with TikTok and kind of how you, you. come up with fun ideas for that. All right, so I owe TikTok for all of that. So like you said, we both downloaded it in similar time and we were both like, like oh, our kids were coming to class. All of a sudden we blinked and everyone came to class and everyone was doing like, the whoa, TikTok whoa. moves. Yeah. And we were like, whoa, no. So, so we, but we like had to download it to see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we did and we actually, you and I posted, I think one of my first TikToks <laughs> together. And we were like, I think we should just learn to dance and do it. And like, it was fun. but. mess. 
I didn't know. We were like, what effects do we do? Like, we put we all these put, weird like, things on. effects on it, and we didn't know what we were doing. It's it was so, so funny. funny. I'll, like, I'll share a link in the show notes to that or something, because I still do. Oh, my God, it was so funny. Even though I, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I feel like after I, – I saw how much kids were in, invested in it, and while we were seeing – well, they would come to class, and it was pissing us off that they would be doing something else while we were teaching them. Um. I also was like, I kind of need to know what they're doing to relate to kids (laughs) because I teach kids. So I was like, I need to know what they're doing. So I downloaded it and was just trying it out. And then I think quarantine was when I was like, all right, I should kind of take this more seriously. And I kind of took the same approach and some of the rules that applied to Instagram and like succeeding on Instagram and did it to TikTok. So like being consistent and um, engaging in other people's stuff so that they'll see yours and all this stuff and just trying to navigate the app as is. Um, it was kind of fun because I didn't have any eyes besides seven-year-olds um, and our lovely students that followed me. So I, they were my guinea pigs. So anything I would post, they would like. So that was always really nice. I know. They're, they always but, are so supportive of us. It's so nice. Right? They're so cute. Now they're like, oh, my God, Maya, you were my dance teacher. I was like, yeah, like a few months ago. I know exactly who you are. Don't worry. Like, I'm no bigger than anyone else. Right. Also, for the record, I am not TikTok famous. I just, like, figured it out. I only now as of a few weeks ago, have a few thousand followers. So many people have 10K, like, it's nothing. Like, I really, I don't understand. It makes no sense with, like, the way people are found and the algorithm. Like, it is algorithm. a mystery to me because there'll be yeah. someone who makes one video and then all of a sudden they have, like, 130,000 followers, followers the next day. Yeah, and then it's not even, like, what they posted with necessarily what they, like, meet, like, I'm nervous to post something that's not very me and then get big for it and then be like, but wait, I'm actually a dancer. So like I started to do more like acting things on it. I think as you get into your like algorithm and as you engage with stuff you like, you obviously see more what you like. So I'm now in the dance TikTok world. Um, So I'm getting a lot of like making fun of ballet class and making fun of dance teachers, which is really helpful because that's what I do. Anything funny that I've that you've seen is definitely someone else's idea. That's like the weird <laughs> thing about TikTok, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I I hope I've credited them, but if not, here it is. M- most, like more than half of those videos are inspiration from others. Not saying I like did exactly what they did. I applied it to like my experience as a teacher or my experience as a student in a class. But and that does the- seem to be like really how TikTok works. It's very much a like see it copy it, see it, make it your own, see it and react to it. It's, yeah. It's kind of like a, in a way, it's like a communal kind of idea sharing space if you use it in a, in a good way. I'm sure it could be also so, like people steal stuff. <laughs> exactly. So what I've seen, everyone's telling me like, Maya, like do your own choreography, do your own stuff, do your own stuff. And I'm like, guys, I don't have the following to get something picked up like that. And not only that, I don't really want my choreography circulating TikTok. No one credits who needs to be credit. And that's that's kind of just what TikTok is. You can't control everyone who's going to do your dance. But it's so sad that we all know what the walk dance is. But who created it? I don't even know when I'm on TikTok. I find it really frustrating. Like, like the renegade dance took so long for people to understand who actually did it. And even still, like I bet you people who know it don't. And like maybe that's not the point of putting your choreography on TikTok, maybe it's not that you'll get credit, but as a choreographer, I would like credit. So. Right, like, we already don't get 
paid right. what yep. we should. We don't get the credit we should. We don't get taken seriously. So then now it's like, even if it's a kid who's like making something and it goes viral and like a million people are doing it, someone's going to do it and get money from that. And Absolutely. like, that this is, is really- so frustrating because the kid who made it up or the person or the choreographer who made it up is probably not even going to know that someone else is using that what? in a music video or, you know, whatever. Someone could get big from, let's say I, I do my own choreography. Someone could go viral for it not tag me and they might not even be a dancer which is great good for them they look great but like oh my god you're not even in the dance world and you got famous for it so it's yeah. just like it's like a slippery slope i feel like tiktok it's I, I think we're still figuring it out it's still so new definitely still figuring it out and i'm still enjoying it i think it, i'm such a nerd when now that i've made it part of like my business i um every day when i write my to-do list and write my day out i always have a time to record TikToks and I'll always write down the TikToks that I want to record. It's very like I love to, I and going actually, I would love Let's to hear go. a little bit more about like your day to day like sure. as oh my gosh, that's amazing. This is what I do every day. I write my day and then I write like I don't know if you can see it. I write the day and then I write the times and I input what I have like already scheduled privates wise and then I see what needs to get done that day. And then I write, I have a section that I need to do my TikToks. And then I have um, a section at night. What do I want to get done at night? Nothing stops. And, <laughs> and that's that. But I, I love working for myself as much as I'm sure a lot of people have kind of um, gotten used to that now working at home, kind of like really making your own schedule, even if you're still at your nine to five. Definitely. But um I love it. I think I used to get really, and I still do get really stressed with an overwhelming to-do list. Like on Mondays, I'll have like so much I want to get done. And then I'll, it'll be like 3 p.m. on Monday and I'll be like, all right, realistically, I could probably do this on Thursday. I could probably do this tomorrow. Um, I have a really hard time turning off because I think you can relate to this. Like my brain always sees choreography. If I play any song, I see choreography. I can't listen to music really I have to just listen to podcasts because if I'm listening to music I'm gonna be like oh no I need to make a video to this and I, I would love to use this and I, have, I can't forget this and it stresses me out so and I think at night is when I am most creative so I I sometimes I sometimes just let it happen I write it out I'm up and I'll just do it um, and believe me when I see something I like, like a vision of, of a video, like I have to write it down because that doesn't come every, every day. But I've definitely gotten better about like turning off and just like sometimes I used to like eat dinner while I'm doing something else. And now I try to just really, I think with quarantine, um, I've stopped working a little bit more. Um, and I think since quarantine, I stopped working weekends, like every weekend. Before. You were just working every day. Yeah easily seven days a week for at least two years straight I mean not straight like of course there would be some Saturdays or Sundays that I would have off but and that doesn't mean I was working like 8 a.m to 6 p.m but you know like doing one thing like teaching a, a birthday party at night or something it takes up your it takes your day because yeah you can't really yeah teaching is never just the hour you're in the studio I think a lot of people don't realize that so exactly. I was wondering what other kind of passions you have outside of dance I'd love to hear if there's like anything else that like I might not know or, or anyone who watches this who knows you might not know about like something you absolutely love to do <laughs> and um, I'm like always on and always working but there's got to be like something 
Honestly, I, I don't know. Okay, something that I've done that I love doing outside of dance um, is that I used to in college be like a, a mentor, like a college mentor. And um, I would be assigned like a freshman who didn't really know how to like organize their college life because that's such an adjustment. Um, I would meet with them like every week and just kind of like plan out their week with them give them kind of a schedule, tell them, you know, from four to five, you should focus on this, but then take a break and do another subject because that is so different for so many people. Um, a lot of people don't work that hard in high school and then come to college and are like, yeah, yeah, yeah read chapter one. But it's like, you really kind of do need to read chapter one. <laughs> like I've, I've come from experience. I worked really, really hard in high school, but it was definitely a little bit more relaxed. And so once I got to college, like teachers don't care about you. Teachers don't care if you are slacking and, oh, I had a test in English and I couldn't, wasn't able to do this one. It's like, they really don't care. You're an adult. So right. I think, right. And I think um, one of my biggest skills is being organized and overly organized. So um, I used to get paid for that in college. So I think under, in, within, I've already started to mentor a few people under like Maya moves, just like in my business, um, just with my experience not saying that I've done anything to get me like viral and famous, but I've done things that's worked, things that worked and I've yeah. seen things that don't work. It's also so like I've you done don't have to be, you don't have no. to be famous to be successful. Like especially no. in this world, like they say like what you have, if you have a hundred true fans, you could be a millionaire. Like exactly. You and know. It's, you gotta find there's what works so much totally. And there's so much that I'm like so satisfied with, um, off of Instagram. Like my business really during quarantine, like, spiked and I think with teaching on zoom I, while it doesn't work for a lot of kids it really does work for a lot of other kids in a way where that like maybe they don't have to commit to an hour of concentration now it's just 30 minutes and 30 minutes to teachers is like 10 minutes like that is oh, yeah. easy now <laughs> I'm lining up more kids for just 30 minutes and it's for me like just to see a new kid every 30 minutes different um yeah so I think I would love to continue mentoring others that want to start their own business or dancers that like I've talked to people, artists and dancers that are kind of stuck in this quarantine now, kind of knowing that they don't have much of a job to look forward to. How do they create their own brand and how do they teach classes online? Because it's really not simple. Like you may know 10 people that said, yeah, they'll come to class, but they need to come every week. Or um, if they get sick, that means you have that many less people coming. And that means that's how many much money you really do make. And it's it's so much harder than people think, and I, I'm not saying that anyone thinks it's easy, but, but there's definitely some things that I can help people with um, to just start and be successful. I love that. We, which I love. A, we could have a whole other episode just about that, and like I would love to talk yeah. more about that. I know like that that's something I personally need help with, and I know a lot of other people. It's like I think that you have a really great handle on that, so that's really awesome that you're. You're starting to mentor other people. It's really just confidence. Check her out. <laughs> ask her advice. DM her. Follow her. Yeah, I've done a lot of research. You can ask me anything. Seriously. Yes, definitely. <laughs> again, doesn't mean that I am anyway famous. <laughs> I just know a few more answers than maybe others. Yeah. Or I've tried it for you. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, it's so great because I feel like you're also very willing to help and to share and to you know, not totally. keep that secretive information because ultimately if everyone can, everyone can succeed, it doesn't mean that one person is. There's no competition. Succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if, yeah. if we're able to kind of 
get the industry going and, and lift everyone up, ultimately people won't settle for everyone will be there. worse yeah. situations and, and it'll help everyone in the long run by building our industry up. So I'm a huge supporter of that. So <gasps> what are these? we are at <laughs> the time, let me play my little <laughs> graphic. Um, <laughs> this is our question time. So Woo! I have four different types of questions. I'm going to pick randomly from each one. These are some deep questions. Some of them are, are not so deep. They're more funny. Um, but just kind of another way to like get to know you as a person. Um, not just talking about dance. I know. Yeah. yeah which is like, it's, it's hard. so hard. And I think that it's so valuable to like talk about who we are as people. Also, because how can you make art if you are not a person? <laughs> like, you right. have to know who you are, I think, to be making stuff. But I won't go into a big tangent on that. But I would like you to pick. Ready. Tell me which color you would like first. Blue. <clears throat> I'm awesome. scared. Okay. Ooh, you're jumping right into a deep one. When was the oh, last God. time you cried? <gasps> Um, definitely this past week because I moved in, like, I definitely was frustrated, like, moving boxes and absolutely broke down. I was, like, like frustrated, so that. <laughs> All right. Which color is next? Pink. Amazing. Have you ever had... This is the perfect question for both of us, and <gasps> it's a very easy answer. Have you ever had candy for dinner? Um, yesterday. Literally yesterday. Yeah. I had Literally yesterday. Really, I'm gonna eat vegetables today. I promise. If my mom is yep, listening or watching, I will have vegetables today. Absolutely. Maybe. Next question. Orange. <clears throat> Would you rather be poor with great friends or rich with no friends? Oh, definitely poor with great friends. Come on, that's an easy answer. Death. Money does not buy happiness. Let's remember that. <laughs> For sure. All right. Last one. Are you close with your family? So close. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have my moves without my family. Absolutely. Yeah. They're so <laughs> And <laughs> It's probably been really awesome. I know you've spent a lot of time like, getting to go home and be with them. It must be nice because you're so busy normally. And I feel like it, a lot of people in the quarantine have realized how valuable their family is and how important it is to, to make time for them. Not even that, like they're just, they're the best support system. My parents have never seen dance as like not a career path. I think especially for me, I, it just like kind of clicked um, and they knew I'd be successful really young, which I did not see. And so I they were the, actually the ones to push me to go to college for dance. I wow, didn't really- That's so rare, I feel like. It's usually the opposite. Exactly. And they weren't even ones to be like, maybe get a second minor, maybe get a second major. Like, uh, they were just like, dance is for you, so keep doing it. Don't really worry about any other grade in any other class. Just focus on dance, and you'll succeed. And they were right. Wow, that's awesome. That's so good. Yeah, I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky. That's fair. <laughs> I'll say that much. Awesome. And then the last question I ask every guest is, Ooh. what brings out your most creative self? Okay, um, hmm. <clears throat> an easy answer would say, put on any song and just dance it out. But um, something that 
when I guess kind of changing the question a little bit, like when I'm in a creative rut with something that will like inspire some movement, cause I'm always choreographing something new, like almost every day. Um, I'll go back and watch some stuff that used to give me inspiration. So for example, those early years of, so you think you can dance have some of the best dances. And I don't realize how much inspiration I had taken from them already. So whenever I'm feeling like, Ooh, I don't know what kind of move goes here or what kind of style I'm looking for. I'll go back to like Travis wall, Alice, just anyone that I was obsessed with those years, like easily give me inspiration. And I think as you can relate, like we've done so many genres of dance and different styles. And like when you go through a period of time, when you like focus on one style, you get really great at it. And that's kind of where your inspiration goes. But when you need to look jazzy and you just took a modern class, it it's not as like easy. Like all of like your vocab doesn't come back. Like I kind of need to watch a little bit of jazz to be like, oh yeah, like I can I move my- I how to do that move. Or like I could do a pivot turn here. <laughs> I already knew that exactly so I struggle with that a little bit with like kind of knowing what genre to like stick with and what inspiration um to draw from so that's what I do I watch videos like anyone else would and TikTok <laughs> now if you have anything you'd like to plug I know for anyone watching on YouTube I have Maya's Instagram written below but for everyone who is listening in the podcast tell them your Instagram tell them your website, your TikTok, tell them everything they need to know if they want to find you. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Instagram, at Maya.moves. TikTok, at Maya.moves. And that's truly all I need to plug because you'll find me there, catch me there. If you are not a dancer and you just want to watch funny videos to uplift your day, I've got it. That's all you need. <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> amazing and then for anyone who is out there watching on youtube today definitely subscribe like turn on all the the bells and whistles and whatever's there um you can follow me at essentially Haley. that's where i post all of the dancers doing stuff information and all the diy fun stuff i'll definitely be posting yeah let's see it finished oh, i'm not finished yet but beautiful. i think it's actually looking pretty cool it's it's I love out the better than i ever expected so yeah definitely follow me on um instagram essentially Haley, and then you can follow me on instagram at Haley grove for my personal and my dance stuff um, and yeah, I'm I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers before. Let's do it, people. 2021. I think I'm at like 130, so I still have a ways to go, but maybe we can it. make it happen. Um, what Let's else? do it. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Um, Dancers doing stuff goes live every Friday. Um, this episode will be not this Friday, but in a few Fridays because our Sunday episodes have kind of giving me a little backlog for the for the episodes and then on okay. Sundays there are mini episodes and I just started going through the artist way um which is really awesome I've always been wanting to do it this week on the mini episode on Sunday I'll be talking about the first week which is the first chapter of the book and my experience with it and so if you so like cool. to join definitely check that out I'd love for you guys to go through the course with me um, and so we can like, hold each other accountable. And with that, you can join the Dancers Doing Stuff Facebook group um, where we can all post our creative journey and just like share and have a safe, 
space to create. And I, I love that. All the things that I have to plug, I think. Well, props to you for highlighting artists and dancers. This is an amazing platform. Oh, I can't you. wait for more. I know, it's been really fun. Honestly, like, I'm just, it's so exciting. And I'm so glad that so many people have actually said they would be guests. Of course. So I'm really grateful to have you here. It's nice to have, you know, be heard as an artist and a dancer. It's just, it's more important for everyone to hear it. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for having me. Of course, <laughs> of course. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>